<laughs> but yo, what's good, y'all? It's your boy AJ. It's your boy Nick. And this is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. What's poppin' with you, homie? Uh, ain't nothing, bro. Another day like and a said, dollar. I like how I said what's poppin' as you're wearing red. <laughs> <laughs> and I got blue on for once. This is just coincidence. Coincidence. <laughs> I'm supposed to be wearing coincidence. red. <laughs> but nah, man, we have been live for about, I think, a month. Yeah, I think it's been a month. I think it's been a month. Yeah, we've been mad busy. We've been mad busy out here. Out here yeah, busy. Working. Very busy. Life, a lot of man. things going on. Yes, sir. But yeah, man. Oh, right, tell them about today's topic. Okay, yeah, today's topic. So, um, today's topic, main topic is going to be discussing uh, Rolling Stones. 100 uh 200 greatest rap albums of all time the concrete list you can't disagree with it it's just fact it's just straight fact we've accepted it we don't have any feelings at all uh, it, just like jlh would want us you know what i mean the way she likes it <laughs> no opinions hey, no <laughs> don't opinions. we don't uh, fuck your feelings don't we don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> so yeah we're going to talk about that and we're going to focus on the uh the top 20 but then also point out a couple um couple standout ones that were interesting in the top 50 and then also we'll do the uh logic if we have time we'll do the logic um part one of the logic uh yeah a little brief review we'll probably go yeah a brief review yeah the following um show yeah we can say that yeah but yeah definitely going to we're definitely just going to talk about the top 20 mainly just because because 200 that's that's too much (laughs) <laughs> and I ain't gonna lie I haven't even listened to all the albums that are on our list hell no I haven't albums listened like, to I was just like who the hell is this <laughs> and that, that's one thing I actually liked about it honestly though like yeah, yeah. Of, when I first went over the list I skipped all the ones I didn't know I was like fuck that fuck that okay let me get yeah, to the ones that I know because I wanted to see where they ranked it but then the second time I went through the list um, I started actually saving different albums that they were recommending you know what I mean Facts. but you know, um for me my homegirl, my homegirl has, had texted me to, um, about the list. And I'm like, okay, first time looking at it, I'm just going to look at the top 40. And number, yeah, 40, yeah. And number 40 was cro- The Chronic. Yeah. I was just yeah. like, oh, no, nah, this list trash already. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, granted, I'm not a biased nigga, but I'm just like, Chronic shouldn't be that low. Well, that, the stuff, I, the stuff that I, low. I, I, even if you did put out 40, like this, yeah. did you put in front of it, I don't agree with personally. Right. <laughs> At least not not before Chronic. Right. But I mean, yeah, we're gonna get into that shit anyway. But Definitely. you just mentioned you just mentioned fucking um we talked about Logic. Yeah, he just dropped he did just drop a new album a couple of weeks ago. So you did have mad album releases that came out within this month. So you had Logic, you had um Snoop Dogg dropped a joint, Death Row Summer. That shit's fire. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw. I didn't. I didn't listen to. It. I saw that shit though. It was good. That was that. That one was really good. Um, everybody was talking about fucking Drake's house. Part oh yeah, I, I, I did listen to that. I listened to that. I listened. To what you think I about did. that one? What you think about? Um, it as a fan of house music, because I actually like it. I used to even produce it. I actually enjoyed the shit. Um, yeah. It was. It was. Uh, I thought it was a vibe, you know what I mean? Like I, I didn't personally, because again, I like house music. I didn't. I thought it was a vibe. I thought he sounded pretty natural on that shit. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminded me of shit he used to make, you know what I mean? A little more like Passive emotional and shit. And uh, it was, yeah, it was cool. It, it felt, uh, it felt, it felt natural. I've always been a little more a fan of the, uh, the, um, 
you know how like 20 i would say like 2014 was like tough guy drake started coming out you know what i mean started doing kind of like tough guy shit you know what i mean like just sort of yeah you know what i mean i always liked the drake before that a little bit more so it kind of mm. channeled some of that older energy and i, I like that shit when um, you say before that you mean like take care drake or like so far take gone? care yeah like so far gone take care thank me later like that that you know that uh that drake I thought it was cool. I mean, personally, I like it when anyone takes a um, artistic uh, gamble. Risk. You know, he he could just do the same shit, but he was like, you know, let me do something a little different. So I always think that's cool. Yeah, I fuck with that one. What'd you think album? of it? I liked it. Actually, I personally liked it. I didn't hate it. Now, is it an album that I see myself going back to and listening to over again? Not really. At least not right now. It might have to grow. Yeah, that's fair. But, um, I mean, there was some good songs. Like, of course, you got to join with 21 Savage. Um, that was, I can't remember the name of the other track, but we need they all they all like they all yeah, like seamlessly yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. But it was one track in particular that I did really like. I just can't remember the name, but that's it. That I mean, I see what people were talking about. People were expecting like a City Boys type of Drake type shit, like Future mm. just dropped his shit, so everything like okay, Drake's gonna drop something similar. Nah, like nigga, this is Drake, like right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's interesting. They're expecting like, oh, Drake. I'm like, nah, this is not. Now, that is this album didn't really surprise me personally. Mm. I didn't mm. think it was gonna be like a full blown album like that, but like I said, yeah. I hate it. I don't hate the album. It sounds like some people though, like just it, it was a bit polarizing. Sounds like some yeah, people didn't like it. Exactly. I, I mean, I could definitely see that. It, it's kind of like, it's kind of like if you're expecting. You ever had that? Like, ha, have had this happen when you like order, say you like order Coke, right? Like at a restaurant, and then they serve you Dr Pepper, and you take that first sip, and you're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what is this?" And it's just like, even though, even though you might even like Dr Pepper, you're like disgusted. You're like, "I just did not expect this. Like, what is this?" I know like, exactly. Bro, you know what I'm saying? You're like, I've had it with Diet Coke. It's even worse with Diet Coke. Diet Coke. No, bad. one time I went to Popeyes, like. I got me like my two piece with the biscuit and and the, my red beans and rice and the sweet tea. I drank yeah. sweet tea. That shit was fucking Coca Cola. I'm like, oh, okay. And I don't, I don't. Wow. I don't, I don't drink sodas unless I'm like chasing with her. Unless I'm like chasing like a Crown of Coke type shit. Like I don't drink sodas. So just like, I'm like, the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, that. Wow. That that's even worse. Like that's. Like, I said, like, that, it tastes nothing like soda. So I'd be disgusted. Right. I almost got like that's, that made me nauseous even thinking of that. That's or if you do, if you order sweet tea and it's unsweet tea, I'm like, oh, this was oh, that's totally different. You gave me that's water. Totally different. You gave me color. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so yeah, that's what I mean. Like that, just as a metaphor. Like some people might have expected some like different shit. You know, what I mean, expected like rap. Or trap beats or whatever, and they got yeah, you got yeah, house yeah. beats. Like really, like when is the house shit gonna end? There's only one track. The one track at the end. That's that's, um, exactly. that's not like that. You know what I mean? So, and Twenty One Savage did his thing once again. That's a collaboration. That's just like dope collaboration. Drake and Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage has grown on me over the years. I got to He really fan. has. Like I, I really thought he was a little bit of a joke at first, just because of his um his more monotone kind of like delivery yeah but then like he's so consistent with it and he's been he's become a better rapper like he's really like you could you could see him really um growing his skill set and you know what i mean and uh 
I like it. Same. I like it. My yeah, wife likes yeah. it too, actually. Oh nice. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's definitely grown as an artist. And that's rapper as a whole. Who else? Oh, Currency dropped his joint too. Currency dropped the album. What makes wow. project? It was actually that was John Sound too. That's definitely one of my favorites from this year so far. Uh, that I said, what Currency joint, The Wiz and um, Big Crit um, mixtape or album, and um, Smoke Dizza, Logic, Dreamville, Kendrick, Snoop, Tago. Uh, who else dropped the joint? Who was that putting? Oh, pushing shoes joint. Oh yeah, I saw that list. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. I saw that on my Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, those probably were my favorite albums thus far. That's what's up. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm thinking like I'm not really good with the list and shit. But, I mean, Kendrick. <laughs> Kendrick is definitely, definitely um, number one. I like the Dreamville one. Um, I like that one. That was solid. Um, Trying to think what other shit I listen to. We'll talk about the logic one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else I've been listening to? So I gotta, I gotta grab my phone every time because I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't remember, dude. I don't remember. I listen to so much shit. Same, oh, I like the Jack Harlow album. I actually like that, John. I played that shit actually oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that one. I like that solid. one. It was solid. I wouldn't put that. I wouldn't put that as my favorite, but it was solid. It was produ- The production was nice. The production was great. Yeah, I thought the production was good too. I think my favorite track was on um, "Little Secret" with that um, tweet sample. Oh, you know what? One I heard. Um, my boy, shout out Meg, um, my production partner. Um, he uh, put me on Lil Durk's deluxe album, and I really didn't think I was gonna like it. I came into it. Like, I, I've heard him. A billion times, I was never really impressed. I actually ended up liking it. Like, it actually just grew, it just grew on me. Like the more I listened to it, I was like, and it just dropped too, right? Like maybe like a couple. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it just dropped like uh, last week. I listened to it. Like I actually I didn't. I don't think I made it through the whole joint because it's literally an hour and thirty minutes. But mm-hmm. I, I listened to forty five minutes straight of it. I actually like that shit. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I like that. Best, uh, Let's that's see. Right. Chris Brown is not a rap artist, but I did listen to, <laughs> listen to his shit. You heard, you heard um, it? Yeah, I heard it, yeah. How was, how was it? It was all right. I mean, my favorite joint was the one he did with Wizkid. It was like an Afrobeat joint. That was my favorite one. Um, anything that Wizkid does, I listen to. Um, okay. But past past that, like, it was cool. Like, it was all right. Like, I'm not really the biggest R&B dude, so some of the love songs, like, I, I can I could skip those. But... Um, it was cool though. It was all right. True, true. Uh, I'm just going through the list. Some different shit that I saved in here. Uh, damn, it's so hard to find your music now. I'm like, where is my music? True. Like, really, where is my music? <laughs> Look, I just want to find the liked music. I mean, recently played, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I listen to Kendrick. I listen to Kendrick so many fucking times. Unbelievable. That's at this point. Yeah, yeah. I listen like to like 50 times. That's the therapy session right there. 
but definitely listen to the Snoop Dogg joint, the Death Row joint. Okay, got you, got like, you. It was like it's like more of like an oldies album for real, for real. like it had that oldies vibe. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, so that's just a couple ones, I guess. That's that's really all I got, bro. Sure, sure. All right. That's all I got, bro. Um, but yeah, um, so let's talk. Yeah, talk on the list. We can look at the list. Hell yeah, the top twenty. We, we can. You want to start with um, start with number twenty. Okay. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's do that. Um. At number future. twenty on the list, we that's have. Your, I think that's your favorite. No, that's, is that was that my favorite? I think that was my favorite. You said Young Thug was your was your like most overrated, and mine was uh Future. Um, oh, you did say Future of like twenty. I think was that most underrated, most overrated of twenty tens, or what, or what was that from? I forget. I don't remember. No, I did. I I just said overrated in general. Oh, in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Young. I said Young Thug. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this joint. I mean, I, I remember being in the club when like "Fuck Up Some Commas" came on and shit like that. I, mm. That joint, I like that song a lot. No, this and is a club banger. This is a club banger. that was fire. And it, it so, I, I mean, I liked it. I, I liked the project. I mean, I listened to it like in whole, maybe like once or twice. But the singles were really good. Like, um, yeah. I mean, like it or not, Future is like that dude. He 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 um was called Future. Uh, because by his cousin or something who believed who was a who was a rap, a rap producer and who believed that he would be the future of rap and he kind of has made it happen. Um, like the dude really has influenced so many people. You look at like Lil Uzi Vert and shit like that. You know what I mean? He's like spawned yeah. people like that. Juice World. Juice like, World. Like I mean, it's undeniable. Like it's undeniable. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, he definitely was swagging on a lot of these tracks. Like. Um, so I, I thought it was I thought it was good. Yeah, like I like the album. I actually went back and listened to it like a couple months ago. Like the album is good. I'm not gonna sit here and say it's a bad album. But the B top twenty of all time. Yeah, see, that's my thing too. Is like mm. not to cut you off, but I'm just looking at what they had, what they said about DS2 in the description. Uh, and to yeah. me, it's kind of like, well, what? I mean, it's like, what is so special that it's number twenty? Like you was like they, they pretty much in the description, like, oh, it was a good album, so number twenty. Like that's like what? Like I mean, I right. could come with a lot of good albums. You could say, where's um, you could say like uh, Culture Two by the Migos. You could put that in there. You could put so many different albums in there. Like I, I don't quite get why they say it had modern. It had t- it had modern classics, um, and it was a rare instance where a deluxe repackaging actually enhances the album. I mean, I don't know how special that really is. Mm. To be honest with you, in my personal opinion. That's just me though. That's yeah. just me. But they're not lying when we say it's not a college party. It's not going to play this. No, no, nope. So yeah, it definitely left. It definitely left like a good impression, like in the hip. For sure, nah, it did though. But uh, again, personally, top twenty of all time, nah. Now you talking about like trap music? Oh yeah, for sure. 
Shit, they in their top ten. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I'll definitely put it in the top ten. Yeah. All right. On to number nineteen. We got Lil Kim. Hardcore. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't actually listen to the whole album, dog. I have. Um, I did. I obviously did. I love Lil Kim. This was actually a good album. I like it. Was good, huh? Yeah, it was a good album. Because yeah, like Question You, you had Not Tonight. That that's the one that had the Not Tonight remix with. Well, it was her, Missy, um, Left Eye, The Brat, Angie Martinez. Oh shit! Okay, okay. Yeah, like all the that. female artists. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I feel like I'm, but no, I think it might have been Dizzle's Five. But yeah, that was like yeah. Mm. This was a good album. That was a great album, Hardcore. Mm. Now, I haven't listened to it recently, but the last time I did hear it, like, it was fire. And as far as, like, you know, women MCs or, like, female MCs, rappers, whatever, however you want to, like, name them, this is definitely up there, too. This is definitely, like, a top 10. I'm not mad at where I'm not mad at 19, where it is. I'm not mad at that shit. Mm. Um, Maybe not top 20, but I don't know. I don't know. I ain't gonna say that. I'm not gonna say yes. I'm not gonna say no. For me, I think what the fact that she's a female MC, I think, sort of gives it a little. For me, I just like having everybody having a little voice at the table, kind of like diver- diversity, yeah, sort of shit. True. You know, what I mean that that's more why I'd be like, you know, underrepresented community, underrepresented, you know, subset of hip hop. Um, you know, a lot of female rappers would never ex- have existed if it wasn't for. You know, those artists. Um, that's facts. You know what I mean? So, I'm cool with that. No, that's real. Number 18. Mad Villain. A.K.A. M.F. Doom. No, I'm not going to John. I ain't even listen. I haven't listened to this project. I've heard songs from M.F. Doom. Like, yeah. But I never heard like a a whole like legit project I think the most I heard I think I heard like a greatest hits album okay I'm I'm actually gonna save this shit in my phone because I've heard I've heard about this for a long time and I never um I just never listened to it and I've liked um you know being a big Jay Dilla fan um mm-hmm. Mad Lib came pretty naturally they did they did an album together called Champion Sound like 2004 and um then before that I was then I started listening to a lot of Mad Lib's like um his beats and instrumental albums and shit like that so I know he's 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 really cool and um and I've heard you know I've heard good things of uh of uh MF Doom too um, I'm actually my boys. My boys actually really like listening to him growing up. My boy Ryan really liked listening to him. Okay, he liked his whole style. Um, like yeah, I might have to I've hear heard, that shit. Yeah. The songs I've heard were actually really good. I just never heard a whole project from him. Yeah, but I wouldn't be mad at him being on top twenty. Definitely not mad at that at all. Mm. And important, and plus, like this is one of the main albums that I hear about from MF Doom. One yeah, oh, for ones. sure. This is like, yeah, this is like the one. For sure. Right. 
Speaking of Mad Lib, bro, that, that nigga need to do a versus. Mm. He should do a versus. Who? With who? I don't know. I heard he was supposed to do one against um Alchemist. <laughs> but Al- but but no, but Alchemist was like, nah, nigga, he gonna smart, he gonna cross me. Nah, I'm good. Even Alchemist said, nah, I'm good. I don't want that smoke. Wow, bro, that would be so fucking dope, though. That would I feel like that would be an interesting battle though. No, I, mean, I think that'd be really interesting. I mean, I agree. Mad Lib sort of has like this kind of Jay Dilla esque sort of like maestro shit going for him. He's just like unique and thinks different, and he just has like very, very like te- he's very technically gifted and whatnot. Personally, I think that'd be interesting. Alchemist and him, like honestly, Al- Alchemist don't sell himself short, man. Alchemist is fucking fantastic. Yeah. He's been great over the exactly. years. He's been doing shit for a long fucking time. He's been, I mean, he's, I think the first tracks I remember hearing from him was, um, I think it was in 1990, it was 98. He was doing shit for Mob Deep um, off their album. Yeah, he's been fired for a long time. He's still doing all kinds of shit. All that shit he did with Freddie Gibbs, too. We late, gonna late make on. it. We gonna make it. We gonna make it. us fire. That's so much shit. favorite beat from him. So much shit, man. He he was such an inspiration. It also his whole life story too really hit for me too. Grow, and he grew up in the suburbs and shit. Fell in love with hip hop. Started making beats. Like the same fucking story as me. So I remember. I remember getting um, inf- was it the infamous or infamy or what was it? Uh, no, first infantry. That was his album. First oh, yeah, infantry. Yeah, 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 that yeah, shit. Yeah. I got that shit. And yeah, I fucking love. Oh, that he shit. just celebrated his that that album um, anniversary. Was it? I think yesterday. No, two days ago. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. That that album was crazy. That was like yeah. eighteen years. That's only eighteen years old now. He had all Damn. types of shit on that, bro. He had Nas. He had Early Game. He had, mm-hmm. of course, Prodigy, Lloyd Banks. Like, yeah, he definitely inspired me. It made me feel like I could, you know, I could do shit too. Honestly. Um, Number seventeen. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jesus. I don't. Okay. Out of all the kinds of albums you could have put here, I, I'm not. I, I'm not like too mad at it, but I am at the same time because, uh, production-wise, I mean, I've heard the tracks. They're very interesting, mm-hmm. but. Just like lyrical, lyrically, it just felt like such a fall off yeah. from from the project before. You know, what I mean, um, that's just me. What do you think, the, man? This was after what? Watch the Throne, right? This was after Watch the Throne, and his, his last his last solo project his was last solo know, one was yeah, a beautiful twisted, beautiful. yeah, twenty minutes fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I don't. This the fact that this is a number seventeen and college dropout isn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it bothers me, and I feel like Kyle's dropout was surprisingly low for me. I can't remember where it was on the list, but I remember it being pretty low. That's a bad sign. You didn't even remember right. where that shit was. Right, right. <laughs> right. It's, it's below. It's not like it's below the forties. Uh, it's below the forties. I remember that much. Mm, so you sure? Because this... I don't. Th- I don't think it is. I, I scrolled. I scrolled up a moment ago, but we'll see. We'll see. Right. Which, let's, let's look for it later. Let's look for it later. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I don't agree with this one at all. <laughs> On top twenty, but next to sixteen, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, number sixteen. I love this shit though. I'm not even gonna lie. I do too. 
I do too. I'm not even gonna lie. That shit, that shit is fire. The album is really good, and I, I think, I think in the in the long run, it will actually, it, I think it actually will be remembered as like, um, a, uh, a classic. I think it actually might. No, like, it definitely it, is going to be a classic. I think it actually will. Let's say we talked, we talked before the show offline. We said, uh, you talk about Lauren Hill, like you know, dropping the one album, the one solo album, diamond shit. You know, what I mean, diamond certifications yeah. and everything. Like, I think Cardi B is like very much solidifies and sort of like forecasting the future of what rap music will be and how it will, how stars will come to be, especially for female artists like. She was the the real um, reality show, you know, with mm-hmm. the following on on social media. That's the future of music. That's where artists are coming from now, and that's like a built in part of music now. She's a product of that, and then also I, I just can't help but like want to smile thinking of her story. You know, what I mean, growing up the way she did, and then you know, look at her now. Yeah, you know, look at her now. How do you not like want to cheer for her a little bit? You know, what I mean, like it's. So yeah, I, I and I actually thought Wish was a good album in general. Like, it was. I thought she actually like. I was surprised. I didn't think it was gonna be like. I was like, this reality TV show rap shit. Like I was like, let's see what about this. And I was like, well, I was surprised by it. I thought it was good, man. I thought like, it was really song, good. Like every song was on the Billboard charts. I think every <laughs> song. I think every song was like in the top twenty at least. I want to say top ten. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. You made this correlation like off. We talked about this like before the show started. But you like what Lowen Hill's joint dropped in '98, and this drop dropped in 2018, like two decades later. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the correlation yeah. between that, between that. Not comparing yeah. her. I mean, I'm not comparing her to Lowen Hill like lyrically and nothing like that. But just as far as the impact goes, like, and then you kind of you got you got push. You got to look at where the game was as far as like women rappers go, female MCs go. Like in the game at that time, all you had was Nicki. And then Remy made like a, uh, and then Remy made like a little bit of a comeback when she got out of jail and got off. Yeah. But other than that, like that's all you had. And then all of a sudden you got Cardi B. She came, she comes out of nowhere, dropping shit. Then next thing you know, you got, you got Megan Thee Stallion, you got City Girls, you got Sweetie, you got Lotto, you got. Right. Right. She opened up the floodgates. Exactly. That's. I feel like it, it was like a time. Female rap was like a desert. There wasn't much coming out. Like you said, like it was like Car- uh, Nikki was like in the oasis. She was the one place where they had water. She was just by herself running the whole show. And then, like you said, like I, 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 I would give even more credit to Cardi B for that because she, she was just like totally on her own. You know what I mean? Like it was like the the, the demand for female rap was just so. I, I would argue it was less because they only had one artist. There wasn't as many like. But she mainstream, came out and mainstream, anyway, mainstream, mainstream. Of course, yeah, mainstream, yeah. mainstream, mainstream. And uh, she was able to make something out of very little, you know. what I mean, and everybody liked her. I mean, it was. I mean, everybody. You know, especially all my female friends, and you know, everybody was. Oh yeah, playing everybody, that shit. Everybody, little Cardi B. You got. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta have a little bit of ratchetness in your life, just a little bit. Absolutely, you got it, man. <laughs> a little bit of righteousness, a little bit of ratchet, and just like Charlemagne says. You just need balance, um, the perfect balance. And I mean, balance. commercial, right? Balance, yes, balance, balance. Yeah, commercially, yeah, this is uh, this is commercially, lesson. like from a producer standpoint, I'm like this. If I could just even get anywhere in a ten mile radius of anything she does, 
uh like bro like i remember the video that she posted when all her plaques came in that shit was hilarious mm. she was like in a room literally every song like you like you had said before every single song was like top 10 top 20 whatever yeah. every single song got at least a gold or platinum certification so she's sitting in a room and like all the all the plaques are in there like half of them are in the box because there's so many she's just surrounded by him and they're just taking a video of it not for me as a producer i was always dreamed of getting of getting that kind of validation from the industry i'm like bro that's that's just that's gold man she's a gold mine bro yeah. gold mine gold mine bro there's no definitely gonna go diamond in no time <laughs> for sure give it a couple years on to number 15, a, a huge leap back. Payton Fuller, Airbnb Rakim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this, <laughs> yeah, this I think is very, very uh, worthy of its of its spot for me personally. Oh, yeah, for sure. Definitely. Like, Rakim basically birthed the whole, like, New York golden era sound. Like, a lot of that shit came from his um no nonsense cold and sharp delivery like he was just dude he was just a dude who was so fucking serious you just did not want to fuck with him like he was just so serious and the and then the way he would rap too was it was next level like his his rhyming schemes and shit were like extremely extremely advanced like so rappers like Nas just oh they really just owe him you know really owe him I mean as yeah. far as I'm concerned like he. And that shit holds up. I, I listened to this one recently. It actually holds up. The beats and everything. Like, obviously, it sounds like 80s, but, like, it yeah. really... It sounds good, though. It doesn't sound, like, corny. You know, some 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 things don't age well. This one did. Because he ain't no joke. Nope. <laughs> but, nah, yeah, this definitely is fire. This definitely deserves number 15. You could argue maybe going a little bit higher, but... I think this is solid for where it is. Why do you think it could be a little higher? Mm, it's good. I think just because of impact. Hmm. It just birthed like a whole, like you say, it birthed like the whole New York sound, like Nas, DMX, like everybody, almost everybody from New York. It was like it was it was either Rock Kim or Big Daddy Kane. So, right, right, yeah, right. And then from there you went, and then from there you went from Pop to Biggie. Then you went to like you know Jay Z and Nas and like so on and so forth. But that was like the birth of like, you know, all that shit. So you're saying it should be like higher, like 14, 13, 12, whatever. Like, I was, that's yeah, what you like mean? 14, like 14, 13. A little higher. Like okay. Super, I, I was confused. Super, I thought you meant. Okay. Now I want to say like top 10. I want to say top 10. Just like, I always feel like, yeah, like I respect that. Uh, I respect that. I do. Yeah. Yep. Just because there's like, so much shit out now. Cause just like, like, man, this came out in like 80, in 87. That was like, Shit over thirty years ago, right, right. The nigga, nigga, I'm thirty two. So I was like thirty five years ago that shit came out. Almost forty right. years ago that shit came out. Right. Yeah, forty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn near. So like, it's just so much <laughs> shit that came out since then. Number fourteen. Ghostface Killer. Supreme Contel. No, Ghostface is actually, he's my favorite member. I was actually just, I just finished the fucking, um, the Wu-Tang story, like, on Hulu. Oh, yeah, how was that shit? I finished, I just, oh, that shit was good, bro. I just finished watching that joint. 
it's crazy him Rizza not Rizza um him and um Raekwon had that much beef mm. before like they started rapping. Mm. I ain't gonna hold you. Do I even remember? I'm trying to remember what was on his album. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm like Apollo Kids. I remember, but um. But I do remember hearing good shit about his album. Though. Like anytime you talk about Gus Fitzgerald, you talk about this album. So it's definitely, right. I feel holds up. It definitely holds up. From like all the talk I heard. I'm gonna add this shit to my uh, to do list. Like I know I've heard this shit, but it's probably I've probably heard it all the way through. I remember when I was a kid, I bought uh, I think it was called it was Fish Scale. I think it was oh, called. Oh, Fish Scale, yeah, yeah, I remember. Bro, Fish I fuck with that. I thought that, that album was really good. That, that album I did listen to. That one I I read. Oh my god, I'm actually I just I'm pulling up the tracks right now and I'm getting like crazy deja vu, bro. I remember. Fishco or just one? Yeah, shit. Oh, bro, he had a bunch of just blaze, be- great just blaze beats too. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, bro, yeah. Beauty Jackson, Nine Milli Bros. What's, what's the one he had? I think I'm the champ. I think it was the champ. Yep, the champ. Yeah, the champ. Yeah, Shaky yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. crack spot, ragu. Oh, bro, this shit actually was so fucking fire. What was the, sing- what was the single off that one? Was, the, the single was though? was back like that with Neo. Oh, the Neo. Okay, it was Neo. Which yeah. I actually yeah. liked. I liked that too. I liked every single fucking song on the shit. Bro, yeah, I, yeah I that album was fire, bro. I'm actually gonna listen to that later. Like, yeah, for me, he was um he he is and was my favorite um Wu Tang member. Same, he's my favorite Wu Tang member. Um, something about like Raekwon's behind him, but um for me, it's like I don't know, it's something about the way he. I don't know. It's hard to describe. Him. I like his consistency. I, th- I mm. feel like he's I feel like he's like the only member that consistently put out a solo album because mm. you got mm. this you, you got um was the big Tony the pretty Tony album that came out I think in like 0203 mm. scale you got the big dough rehab I didn't know when I come out like 0809 something like that like he's more I feel like he's just more consistent compared to all the other blue team members mm. I can see that but that's why that's why he's my favorite plus he just has he just has that flow you got great flow, man. Yeah, honestly, and I think I would say he has the best uh, guest feature on Kendrick Lamar's latest album as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I would yeah, say yeah. that's my that was my favorite um, guest sing, like singing, rapping contribution. That was really fucking good. His verse was really fucking good. You know your verse is really fucking good if you're on a track with Kendrick and you don't sound out of place. Like yeah, facts. No, that's real. <laughs> that's real. Thirteen. The nah, chronic. This, this is, nah, nah. This is two, uh, 180. <laughs> it shouldn't be like thirteen, man. This West Coast trash. Get rid of it. And I'm not mad. This I'm actually not mad that it's in front of um the original chronic. I'm not mad at that actually. Really? Hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Even though I've. Cause it's definitely in my, in my top five too, but both chronics are in my top five, or definitely in my top ten. Hey, let's, let's stand right up here. <laughs> but um, yeah, this album was amazing from top to bottom. This one is albums that I go back and listen to. No skips, no skips, even the skits, no skips. Mm. Like that, 
like the singles we get like next episode forget about Dre still Dre <laughs> then you got songs like bitch niggas some LA niggas I haven't heard the I don't know what these songs are I've never heard them man. you gotta play that shit for me I never heard this shit yeah but bro I know I forgot about Dre man I don't know <laughs> I don't know these songs <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about man Doctor Wait. Doctor Who No, I, I told you on the last show, I actually been listening to the uh, in the last couple of years. I've been listening to the instrumental version of the shit. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. as everybody knows, I say it again. I'm a producer, so you know, beat beats are always my number one thing. And um, I mean, just sonically is so cohesive. It's extremely cohesive. Like it just flows perfectly, perfectly, perfectly. It does from top to bottom. It's just it can do no wrong. And the amount of songs, the amount you, you just listed, I mean, the amount of hits, the amount of the guests, like, I mean, it's it, it, it's crazy. It is crazy. Dr. Dre is so good at, like, doing the ensemble shit. Like, he brings everybody together. He's able to get, like, all the best people together in the same room. Like, it's crazy. Crazy. Nice. And you got songs like Still Dre, um... Well, I can't believe I'm forgetting the name of the song, dog. Hold up. Hey, next episode. What's, next episode. Like that those two songs are gonna be played for Like then what, yeah, you know for what sure. I mean? Especially yeah, the especially bro. the latter one, you know what I mean? Next episode will be played will be played forever. Forever. And if and if you don't play it's just you, you can at least play Nate Dog's part. Right. If you don't, if you right. don't play nothing else, you can play Nate right. Dog's part. Hold up. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's just good. So I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, and this came at a point where like G Funk wasn't really too much of a thing at that point. It was sort of kind of die off on this. This brought it back, like a post G Funk era. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. It definitely did. And I actually, as from a producer's standpoint, one thing I liked was he did have, did definitely have the G Funk sound, but he also brought some new sounds with him. Like he yeah. was doing like a little bit less samples, and it was more like. He had some like live piano or like yeah. different live percussion. Like he was, you you could see like the sh- the shift. So I like how he didn't try to recreate exactly what he did before. It was like different. I, I like that. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, man, it's it's hard to really, yeah, it's hard to really dispute that one. Facts. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I said, and like I said, I don't mind it being in front of the chronic at all. Yeah, me neither. Because sometimes, like you know, you build on something and then it becomes better than the first version. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like any piece of technology. You know what I mean? Like headphones. Like you know, we don't we don't wear the same headphones we wore in the seventies or some shit. You know what I mean? Things get better with time. Exactly. You know, Dre's perfectionist, so he gonna make sure this joint popping. Number 12. Here we go. Number 12. VA's anthem right here. Clips. Lord willing. With the yeah, I'm going to listen to that. I'm listening to that again, bro. <laughs> With the classic song, Grinding. I'm going to listen to that again, bro. You can't go to any... You, you can't go to lunch at all without hearing that grinding beat on the table. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic, man. Yeah. Now, do you think it should be a number 12? No. Yeah. Uh, not because I don't think it was a very like cohesive 
and like memorable and like thematic rap album not because of that i loved hell and hath no fury too yeah. uh but anyway um yeah. no and not for the, not for those reasons like they just the i just say like cultural impact uh yeah i'm just like you know like I mean, this would be ridiculous to expect this, but like, if say, like, if this album launched a whole like VA sound thing that like got so big, like VA became like the new Atlanta. Okay, yeah, and then maybe I would say like this should be a top yeah, ten album, yeah, but yeah. because it, I mean, and of course, I mean, like that'd be unrealistic, but it, I just don't feel like it made that that kind of like a huge such a huge impact that I would say. It was as good, but I mean, from a pure, and I think the way Rolling Stones honestly looking at this is more like, hey, these are just the best albums, period. We're not really thinking about legacy. We're not really thinking about like what it contributed to the culture. If you only had a couple to listen to, here's a here are the ones. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, I mean, it's really fucking good. I'm not gonna lie. Very, I love the minimal beast. I mean, they really had the whole shit just mapped out. They just they nice. just knew exactly what they. You know what I mean? Some of the greatest producers. Shout out to the Neptunes. Neptunes greatest producers. What's poppin', Brian? My boy Brian on the live. Oh, what's up, Brian? Brian oh, yeah, just a little come pop up. Yeah. Hold on. He said, hold on. Do y'all agree with the whole list? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell Do you, bro? Man. Do you? <laughs> Curious. I mean, like, Hell no. it'd be hard to, to agree with the whole 200. Right. <laughs> I not sure as hell don't. I told you when I saw when I saw number forty, that was the first thing I saw. I like I don't agree at all. Nope. Hey AJ, look what look what Brian said. What you were just talking about? That's my nigga from high school though. Oh okay, there you yeah, go. That's, there that's you go. You, I, you were thinking of him. There you go. That's when I, that's my boy. I tell you about like that makes beats too. He makes beats too. Oh, that's what's up, man. That yeah. shit. He said, yeah, he don't no, he don't no. at all. Hell yeah. Nah, you lying. Yeah. Nah, you lying. <laughs> His name is Boy Beats. Come on. Yeah, man. I'm yeah, actually going to follow him. I'm going to follow him. I thought I did follow him, actually. That's the one I told you did the joint with um, Tink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, bro. We don't agree with this list at all. With this list at all. We just gonna talk. We just talking about the top twenty and like some other and some of the other shit that we don't agree with. Cause it would take forever to do this whole two hundred list. Yeah, you said you saw they had like eight people do this article. Like they like they had a whole fucking staff of people doing this shit. You can't yeah, you yeah. can't sit down and yeah, listen. Nah, I mean, imagine how many they imagine the 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 first list they came up with with all the ones that were in consideration. What was it like six hundred albums? And then they broke it down. Like that's crazy. So I respect the Rolling Stone for doing it because that's cool. Right, I don't know. If I'm I glad they gave that. I couldn't make a list. I ain't gonna hold you. That's too much, man. That's like I, I be too much pressure for me. You're right, Brent. Like, he he's out waiting. <laughs> Here you go. Nah, can't, I can't do it. Yeah, nah. <laughs> we should though. We should. We should. That be that be good, man. It's just hip hop in general. Nah, nah. If you was talking about like okay, best West Coast, best East Coast, best Atlanta, best Dirty South type shit, maybe. Yeah, but I feel like it'd be cool. I mean, for like controversy and shit, like it, it'll be it'll, it'll be good to like. I mean, that's the thing. You don't you compare apples to oranges. It's kind of like mm, what the yeah. fuck is the point? But at the just, same time, at the end of the day. yeah. I mean, at the same time though, it can be it can be interesting. You know, what I mean, look at us right now. We're reading it, reading his uh their list. Right. 
Um, Speaking of list number 11, Take Care. First of all, this is an R&B album, so this shouldn't be on the list. (laughs) (laughs) But nah. Would you say this is Drake's best album? Yeah. I would say, like, from an artistic uh, and and, uh, conceptual and standpoint yes like he really had a sound that he really dialed into dialed into and it was very unique and it was very emotional emotive and everything um was it do i like these aren't the songs that i would play though like honestly like if i was like picking um some drake songs because but some of them i do some of them are just really fucking good um, yeah really fucking good um I actually feel like it's, I'm not actually mad about how high it is on the list, bro, because mm. I'm actually not. Because when I really think when Drake, we, so we're at 2011, we're 11 years later, there's no fucking question that this shit is like classic to me. Mm. When you look at the legacies he's or created in 10 years, we already know. And see, to me, it's like those kind of artists and those kind of albums when you can like when you can certify the classic kind of early like that's when you like know to me like kendrick we people already know like kendrick's got some classic albums we don't know which ones we would rank first but like he's got some classic albums there's mm. no doubt there's no doubt i think drake is the same just because of how much drake has shaped hip-hop in the last 10 years so i'm gonna say didn't we rank kendrick's album though we, 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 did, we did we did we did i guess it's just like but it's just harder you know I, I, you yeah, can't it, say it was hard to rank on it was hard and like you know what i mean like I, yeah it, i i had trouble with it but um <laughs> but this one this one in particular like i do hear what you're saying about the about the fucking singing though because the singing was so heavy um yeah. that like it, it was it, it, like what i say is, is is as much of a pop album as a rap album like probably not but it's no, it, no, it's not pop nah, but like it had it still had like it still had the makings of some pop shit in there i think it was I like i think it was like probably like 60 percent hip-hop especially, especially um what's that genre? like crew love crew love and the one with rihanna like the dance beat like take someone else oh take, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's called take oh, care yeah, oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know you we talk about his new album and i was like i thought about that beat when i heard the new album like the little bouncy mm. house beat so for me i mean i feel like this album is probably like 40 percent rap like 40 percent r&b and like 20 percent pop like for me that that's probably what i would say so i don't know if that i, I don't know if i can make it a rap album though because i i don't know if yeah, I mean, maybe I'm no. being too. I'm picking uh, splitting hairs or some shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you think, bro? Uh, I mean, I joke all the time saying that it's an R&B album, but it's definitely like his greatest. Um, uh, it's definitely like his best work. I would say personally, nothing was the same. It's probably my favorite Drake album. Personally, nothing was the same. It bumped you, more. You, yeah, it definitely bumps more. Um, like pound cake was just it. The beat was just fucking fire. But um and you could you could argue that that take care. You could argue that maybe, depending on who you talk to. But um Right. I see but I see what you're talking about as far as like the impact and like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not I ain't gonna say I'm mad at it being at eleven. Mm, it's definitely it would definitely be top twenty for sure. But I'm not mad at it. 
Yeah, me neither, bro. Yeah. Now we move on to the top tens. Number ten. Speaking of R and B. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's definitely got to be on there though. Oh yeah, no, it was definitely, definitely got to be on there. That shit went diamond. Not that that matters. Not that. Not that that's a reason for it to be up there, but. Yeah, this shit was so yeah. amazing. For it to be for just for just to be her only solo album, <laughs> and it still holds up to this day. And this shit it's came out so in good. So good. She is so fucking talented. She was so talented when she recorded this shit. Exactly. Like she. Wow, I didn't even realize she was twenty three. No, that's she, was she was twenty. She was 23 on this album. Oh, wow. So no she was, fucking way. So she, was 21, she was 21 when fucking score came out. That's wild. Damn. Shit. Mm. Wow. Um. Yeah. I'm not mad at all. I think that's exactly no, yeah, where it should be. This is definitely a top 10 album for sure. That's exactly where it should be. That's exactly where it should be. Now we we talked about this before the show. Like top ten, minus like minus one album, I had no problem with the top ten. I might rearrange some shit, but I had no problem with the top ten list personally. I mean, from their standards, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna see. I don't really remember everybody, but uh, let's see who's next. But yeah, but yeah, just nothing to love. Just nothing to really say about Lauren Hill. I mean, it's Lauren Hill, like <laughs> right. I mean, she's a legend, you know what I mean? Just like, yeah, legend. That's it. Right. Oh, I'm not mad about this shit either. I Mm -hmm. love this shit. Yeah, I remember, I remember in, it was college and they said, like, I was like one of those, like, welcome to, uh, welcome to college orientation type shit. I remember that one of the questions they asked, like, what would be the song that would play if you entered a room? And I was like, okay, we got the jazz, um, low end theory, trap call quest. That was the one. I was like, that's it. Some low key, I'm just strolling in, you know what I mean? Like that that was the song. And I was just like, that that's like that song and this album, it just their whole style was just so smooth and jazzy and mm. just um it was just good, bro. And you and it proves you don't need all the gangster shit to make a good rap album. You don't need all that shit. And neither of them are trying to be someone they're not. And they're just like who they are. And of course, I love them from Queens, so I gotta like them. Facts. Um, you know, so yeah, bro. I, no, I'm not mad about that shit at all. Yeah, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, 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 I'm not mad about this either. You know, I think my favorite tribe album, a tribe called Quest album, is um, Midnight Marauders. This can't go wrong there either, man. Exactly. It's classic too. Exactly. Oh, that shit. And I don't think where was that? At? I can't remember where it was on the list. That was, but yeah, I had nothing to say about this one either. <laughs> it's so good, bro. <laughs> yeah. Number eight. Mm. I was like, I was just watching that show too on on, on Hulu. Yeah, no, this is this is no no uh this is, this is no, no mistake. Brand. Yeah, this you no can't. Brand. You can't, yeah, at all, at all. Protect your neck, cream, method man. All could be so simple, like every, yeah, every track. And I seen them live when they did the um, anniversary, like twenty five anniversary. Tour. Wow, 
Yeah, and they had everybody on wow. stage. Everybody. Wow. And they put they performed the whole album in order. Uh, this is like the only this 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 is like the only super group like in rap. Successful super group. Yeah, no, I th- I think you're right, man. I can't even think of a super group. Yeah, no. Like, like, everyone else has tried, but <laughs> right. I thought of like slot, like recent, like you know, last 2010s was like Slaughterhouse. Was, was that's a, that's a, that's the only one that came to mind was Slaughterhouse, or um, was it Mount Washmore with Ice Cube, Snoop? Well, like D12 or something. You say they're a super group? No, nah, I wouldn't say they're a super. Cause a super group, you gotta have like successful, established yeah, 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 members yeah. that like, yeah, like I can see that. And you know, I rock with D twelve, but I want to see. Yeah, it. none of them were like superstars on their wrong, you yeah. know, except Eminem. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, it just unfortunately they just couldn't like blow up like they could. I feel like the firm was trying to be one for sure. They were trying. They should. They should have been. They should have been. But um. I don't know. It just I don't know why it was a flop. The album didn't sound well. I gotta go back and listen to the album to be honest. The Fern album. Yeah, I'm not really sure either, man. Like, cause like you got you got what it was Nas, A Z, Foxy Brown, um, Cormeca, Nature. Yeah, he got with he Drake, got with Drake Cormeca with got replaced by Nature. Yeah. He oh, yeah, that's he was beefing yeah, with yeah. Mega. Yeah. And then Dre and on production. Dre on production is like. Yeah. And, and what the perfectionist that Dre is and what it was and is is like how how did it flop? And that's what we just I mean cool co- yeah, I feel like yeah, I, I have to listen to it again, but like commercially yeah. a lot, there's a lot of reasons why something can, won't work commercially. That's you gotta true. have the right you gotta have the right people behind you. You probably just didn't mess You gotta you gotta have the right people behind you. And also I mean, I would say as a super group like I mean, let's keep it real. I mean, nature, nature, or Cormega, or even AZ were never superstars. Like not like Nas, a fo- even, even Foxy, Foxy Brown. Brown. Yeah, unfortunately, like, ain't. but AZ should have been. AZ yeah, I always felt like if it's a quote Jay Z, if if skill sold, truth be told, you know he would be. He'd be like a Jay Z, you know, like just like he said, talking about Talib Kweli. Like he would be, he'd be up there. But skills aren't all that matter. Then, then yeah, you know, you got to have a lot of the shit. You got to have a lot of the shit to make it in this shit. Yeah. Kendrick said the same shit about um, Killing Mike. Oh, yeah, y'all, yeah, yeah, y'all, fuck y'all critics. If he'd be platinum, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. But it's speaking oh, of this, I love man, it. We got to talk about, like. we probably talk about this after the show, but we got to talk about uh, the debut list that we were talking about, like the little tournament. We were trying to do. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. With all the debut albums, like this is definitely gonna be up there. <laughs> the Wu Tang. <laughs> yeah, for debut oh, albums. Of course. Of course. I mean, like, the fuck. Right. <laughs> I remember yeah. listening to that shit in high school. I remember it was it was in Spanish class. Same. I didn't give a fuck about Spanish class. Same. And I remember listening to this, and yeah, that was really. It was like some really like, it, it, to me, it played like hip hop, like opera. It was like. You had yeah. like it was, it was like it's hard to shit. describe. Like it was just some really like and Riz's beats were just 
and this was like this was in the 2000s like i mean this was well into the 2000s when i heard this shit for the first time actually mm. and even then i was still so i had heard all the people that rizza inspired you know like later on but i was still like this is very different the shit that he samples i mean obviously all like the kung fu shit was way different um yeah it was just yeah, I mean, you can't really say shit about it. Cream will be played forever, so I mean, it is what it is. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, definitely, for sure. I mean, that's been quoted a million fucking times for a reason. Exactly. Number seven. See, and I love y'all. Know I love Missy. Missy's from Virginia, but this is the one album that I don't think it should be in the top ten. And keep in mind, I love Missy. Missy's my favorite female artist. Female rapper, woman MC, however you want to phrase it. Uh, but I don't think it should be top 10. As great as this album is, as great as this album is, but One Minute Man, Get Your Freak On, the tracks, but. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I don't think I can really even say because I haven't listened to the whole shit. Obviously, I know the singles, but. Yeah. Um, Oh, quick side note, happy birthday to Missy. She just turned 51 today. Hip-hop fact. Happy birthday, Missy. My hip-hop fact for today. Yeah, you got a lot of those, so keep, <laughs> right. keep them coming, bro. My, da- my daily got hip-hop facts. a lot facts. of those. Check them out on my TikTok. A-Tone Productions. Boom, hold on. Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put that shit in there, yeah. It is, boom. I mean, that's my IG, but it's also my TikTok, A-Tone Productions. There you go. Boom. <laughs> Kitchen Freak on though. I, I feel like that's one I just yeah, I mean that's very memorable. I, I that one Definitely. But I just yeah, I think it might be a little bit seven. I don't know. Yeah, for seven I'm like nah. I don't know. You, you know Kitchen Freak like you said, Kitchen Freak on is memorable. But nah, not for a top ten, in my opinion. Some people might disagree, but I mean that's music for you. Number six. I'm not mad at that actually either, to be honest. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't personally put it as my number six, but yeah. Are you talking about like this is the one of the most ambitious rap albums ever? Like, yeah. Musically, I mean the art the some of the guest artists, I mean, this shit is fucking crazy. This is yeah, this is definitely Kanye's most sophisticated. To me, it's his most sophisticated album, like mm. no doubt. Because I think for me, you can be sophisticated, and, and that's cool, but also be able to like be coherent. And that's where I did, that's where I fell off with Jesus. Because I'm like, well, I don't know what the yeah, fuck exactly. he's talking about. But on this one, he, I know what he's talking about, and he's doing it. I mean, just from the intro with Nicki. I mean, just. Bro, it's fucking crazy. And the, the guest list he has on here from Hove, Pusha, RZA, like Swiss Beats. Like, I mean, it's just crazy the amount of people he has working on this album. Like, hip hop legends. And yeah, I mean, this, yeah, this has got to be tough. I, I, I'm not mad this is top 10 at all. Yeah. What about you, bro? What do you think? No, this is definitely like his best project. But in, ter- like in terms of like lyricism and production. Yeah, it's definitely like his best work. Cause it's crazy what what Kanye is like. Okay, like as his fashion got better, his like lyricism just dropped. 
Yeah, yeah. And this is like at the point where they were both like at the same level. Yeah, there you go. Uh, That's a great way to sum it up. That's a really good way to sum it up, dude. Yeah. Exactly. That's a really good way to sum it up. As you know, this and this and Watch the Throne. Well, if you're talking about just Solar War, Dame, yes, this is like the peak. But you can't you can't forget about um, Watch the Throne because Lear Simpson was there too, as well as the production. <sighs> but then after that, once once 2013 hit, yeah, poop with this scoop, <laughs> <laughs> poop the whoop. Now we go to number five. Hold on, if my shit stops freezing. There we go. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Not mad at all. Nope. At all. Nope. This is absolutely belongs. Eat top five. Top five for me. Um. Yeah. <laughs> this shit was so fucking good, bro. Facts. I still catch myself going back and listening to it. Is the word one word I would say for it is just brilliant. It's just brilliant all around, mm-hmm. like musically, just like oh my god, it's so full. It's angry. It's reflective. It's sensitive. It's um militant. It's like it's everything. <laughs> it's everything. I had to get the vinyl. Put it on the wall. Oh, yeah, right behind it's right behind me. Yeah, Where is it? Yeah, Which yeah. side is it on? Yeah, it's over there. <laughs> yeah, you can see it behind me. Um, yeah, man. I mean, this shit <laughs> special. You're not gonna hear this very often, or if ever again. Crazy. Right. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like taking his time with an album. You see him take his time. Took three three years between this and um. You came out of city, and, and you really hear the difference. Like, yeah, opens no up album. rapping on a jazz beat. Like, what the fuck? And no album is the same for him. Like, everything's different. Yep. Yeah. This is definitely his best album. Well, I, I like Section Eighty. More. I listen to Section Eighty more than I listen to Pimp Butterfly. But I, I will, I will say that Pimp Butterfly is arguably his best album. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like it's his most impactful. I wouldn't too, say it's yeah. the wouldn't say it's the easiest to listen to, but it's mm. the most impactful um, for me. Like, wow, that is real. Speaking of impactful, number four. Yeah, I'm not mad at this shit at all. <laughs> at whatsoever. all, yeah, that's definitely got to be on there. Sure. It's got to be on there. It's mm. got to be on there. <laughs> this is there, yeah. <laughs> you know, polit- political rap is really like not a okay. huge thing, at least in the mainstream at all right now. But you look at like just the impact, yeah. Exactly. Like you can't think, you can't talk hip hop and not talk about public enemy, like at all. Bring the noise, don't believe the hype. Bring the noise is my they, shit, though. 
Bro, Special bring the noise. Um, black. What was it? Uh, black Steel and the Hour of Chaos. Hardest fucking mm. hardest song I've ever heard about a prison breakout. Hardest shit you'll ever hear in your life. I was like, and you listen to it like, yo, I've heard this shit sampled fifty million fucking times. Like everybody was trying to be them. Like, yeah, bro. I mean, I think just Bomb Squad was in the bag with this one. Bomb Squad, bro. I mean, like. And we gotta also thank them for you know like the ice early Ice Cube mm-hmm. as well as artists like that that were inspired by that, you know like they were just so balanced. I remember like I, I mentioned him again. I'll mention him. Uh, my 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 history teacher Chris Kerhites in high school. He had a big ass poster of this album cover on the wall, and that's how I knew we'd be friends. Um, stayed in touch with him too. Like this shit, like it's like a history fucking book and a history lesson. You know what I mean? I told, I think I said yeah. this before on the show. The first day of class, he showed a vi- a music video from this album to like educate us. Like, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And like, and you look at like the music video. It was like it was everybody. I think that their army was called the S One. That was like their army, and everyone was was mm. militarized and like marching and shit. Then you had like Flavor Flav with the clock. Like it was the perfect balance of everything. Flavor Flav, the hype man. He was kind of like go- he was like funny. He was goofy, whatever. And then you had Chuck D, who was just like he's like rock him on steroids, just like that's just doing like just political shit, radical shit, like just dead serious, nothing funny about it. Like it was just the perfect balance between the two of them and then Bomb Squad's beats. Like that was just perfect. Just perfect. And I I didn't grow up. I wasn't really. I was like a teenager in the late '80s, but like knowing people that were. You know, when you talk about that time period and you talk about, like, um, inner city issues or, like, even, like, um, issues that, like, African-Americans were facing and whatnot, you look at movies like um, Do the Right Thing came out, like, a year later. And they and, and that was, like, mm-hmm. it had, they had the song real heavy in there, Fight the Power was, like, the theme song and shit for it. It really spoke for a period of time, you know what I mean? Obviously, I'm speaking from a detached perspective, but it, it spoke for, you know, that era. You know, Ronald Reagan, all that anger over his policies and all that shit. Like, this was like a response to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. This, uh, this shit, man. Classic, bro. Classic shit, bro. Not mad at all. Right. That's definitely top 10. Hell, top 5. Definitely top 5. Number 3. <laughs> Nah, man, this is trash. Take this, sh- <laughs> take this shit off the list. Just, just who? Kanye? What? Yeah, this shit was. Kane? Is that Kane West? Kane West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, you know, how I feel about this shit. I know, but do you think it deserves to be number three? That's the question. You had you had this vinyl too. Yeah. You know what? I mean, I I think if I reverse the argument, like why would this not be number three? I actually don't have an answer for that. So I feel like Yeah, I feel like maybe. Because I think if I think about albums that are just like when I think about like victory or like just like you wanna listen to somebody just who just went from rags to riches and they're gonna they're talking shit and they're on some boss shit like at the highest fucking level just play mm-hmm. this shit 
because it just it just plays like somebody it just plays like just it plays like just like a movie it, it sounded like a movie to me it sounded like a movie to me so for me it was just a definition of epic and it's so cohesive love the beats of course um yeah no i'm 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 not mad at that at all um so and i think about you say what oh, i froze yeah, it got kind of quiet. Yeah, something yeah. happened. Um, no, I, I think like, <laughs> like I said, like I, I can't say, I can't say, I can't come with any reason why it shouldn't be. I really can't. Like I really can't because I think about the amount of songs that came out with it, the amount, the amount of impact it have, it had like Jay Z, who he is, like just that, that rags to riches story. Like he is real, just like it's just the most legendary shit ever. So to me, it's just like I, I have no problem with it at all. Um, what What do you think? You think it should be uh, top three or? Mm. Hmm. I don't know about top three. Mm. You're talking about hip hop albums of all time. I don't know about top three. You could argue top ten, but I don't know about top three personally. But mm, yeah, I don't know about three, but top ten for sure. You can make that. You could make that argument. I'm not gonna say for sure, but you definitely can make that argument for top ten. What do you think it was missing? Hmm. Well, that's the thing too, though, because that. How you bet? Like you gotta think about how you gonna base the list. Like, would you say that blueprint is super impactful compared to like Illmatic? Yeah, I I, I would say I would put them on that. The I'll, I would. I I'll probably say I would actually probably say the blueprint's more impactful to be honest, mm, just because okay. of the commercial impact. Honestly. Mm. Okay. I think the, no, I, I think yeah. That's I, that's personally what I, that's personally how I feel. Okay. Okay. Um, no, I'm not mad at that. I think I'm looking a little more like the rawness of it, like the rawness with the hip hop type shit. But I definitely mm. can see from from a commercial standpoint. Oh yeah, definitely. I can see why you say that. And like and for me, just to be honest, being a producer and like having fell in love with beats like when I was ten, um, this album, the beats on this shit are just like. Just my that was my dream. I remember as a kid, like I used to have dreams of like me being on an album. I never like imagined myself to be a rapper ever, but I always thought like, oh, it'd be so great if I had all the producers from this album on my album. Like just like that, right. I, that was my biggest like that was my biggest dream as a kid. Like I just wanted that so bad. So like the beats on this shit, just from, like the ones even listed on here, "Heart of the City," "Never Change," "Song Cry." You don't know, like I mean, come on, man. The beat, the beats are just the, the best beats. This is, to me, this is the best produced, my favorite produced hip hop album. Mm. This is my favorite one. This is my favorite one. Yes, sir. Because you, you did put this on your top five anyway. Did you put top five albums? Was this on your top I, five? I definitely did. I got so I had yeah. to. I had to. I had to. Okay. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I don't know if I'll put it top three though, but yeah. Ten, arguably yes. All right. Oh, my computer's starting to freeze. Technical difficulties. 
one second. There we go. Alright. Number two. There you go. Mm. <laughs> talk about we talking about commercial. This thing mm. outcast number two. Not yeah, bad. not yeah. bad at that shit either. <laughs> what you really think about it if you're looking for a commercial standpoint? I mean, from every standpoint, commercial, yeah, like artistic, lyricism, yeah, lyricism like production, just catchy and just just like some just catchy songs too. I remember when I first heard it, I thought it was like a little too weird for me for some reason. I was like, kind of thought it was weird some of the songs. And uh, oh, that that just go out again. No, 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 you good? Okay, I didn't freeze. I remember I thought it was like a little weird. I didn't I didn't really get some of the songs at first. And then um, you know, over the years, like, yeah, this shit so creative, bro. I mean that, yeah. And the songs like the songs are we just talking about Blueprint, like the song like no I don't think Blueprint had any songs like Miss Jackson. Miss Jackson will be played forever. Like, you know like, what I mean? Like, you know, as like Miss Jackson, Miss Jackson so cut so into like pop. Miss Jackson became like a pop phenomenon. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and you could say, you know, uh, it became way more than hip hop. Like, it became way more than yeah. hip hop. And, and it laid the foundations for uh, for the love below, you know what I mean? And all that shit. It did. Just like, Facts. hey, y'all, uh, and all that shit. Because it was like, yeah, that, that, that just spoke to a way, way, way larger audience. You know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm not mad at that shit at all. I actually want to play that shit like tonight. <laughs> it's just fucking fire. Right, I fucking love that, that shit, bro. Like I said, yeah, it had everything. It had commercialism, it had lyricism, it had artistic. It was artistic. Um, catchy songs, like I said, Miss Jackson, or it had a big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. Yeah. That shit was so good, bro. <laughs> It really was. Oh my god! I'm looking at the songs again. I'm just like, oh wait, what the fuck was I talking about? This is a part. Oh my god, one joint? man! I did the one skit, not skit, but like the one joint. The skits were hilarious. Toilet Tisha, Tisha. I like that song, Toilet Tisha. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember one of the skits. Like I'm cool. That shit was funny. She's like sitting. I, I forget what it was, but it just ended so funny. That shit was funny. <laughs> Snapping and trapping. Mm. I'll call before I come. We, we love these hoes. <laughs> oh my god, bro! This shit, gangster shit. Oh yeah, I forgot about gangster shit. Oh, it's so fucking good, bro. Wait, was the whole world on that one, or was that on um another one? You say what? The whole world. Was that on that one? Nah. Nah, that I was don't on. Think the, so. uh, no, that was on. Um, the, um, what's the album was that present? No, Andre and Big War present Outcast. I think it was on that album. Oh, oh that. yeah, greatest. Like a greatest. Yeah, that was like the greatest. That was like the greatest his album. Yeah, yeah. But they had that new song. But here with them and Killer Mike. Yeah, bro. That. 
Outkast got to be the best duo in hip hop history, dog. I'm oh, trying to think of, I'm trying to think of like anybody else. Like, ain't no duo nah. topping them. In my opinion, ain't nobody topping them. Lyrically or commercially. And it's or so funny. Time. Like, I feel like we. I don't know if it's just my northern bias, but like, growing up, um, even in like the in the nineties and shit, like people thought the South was kind of like a joke or something. You know what I mean? Like thought like, oh yeah, New York. That's everything. Everything's just New York. And then it was West Coast. Like yeah. if you thought Southern rap couldn't be better than everybody else, I mean, listen to Outkast fucking discography because their whole discography exactly. is crazy. Like, it, there will never be another like that, to be honest. Nah. And, you know, I'm glad Blueprint came before this because I'm thinking, like, not just because of the order, but just because of the contrast. Like, this mm. is, in a way, like, I don't I don't know if there'll be another Jay-Z, like, story of that, that level of epic, like, from the projects to Billionaire, like, just what he's done as a whole for rap but like in terms of like you know Jay-Z being a good rapper over good beats that's not as special as like this <laughs> like you know what I mean like getting an Andre yeah, 3000 yeah. and then like this is really unique this is some real unique shit um, that you're not gonna hear like yeah nah Mm-hmm. To me, they were on some creative shit the same way like Kendrick was on some creative shit with the Pimple Butterfly. Like, it was just mm-hmm. it was just so colorful and, and chaotic. Like it was just but, yeah, but still it, got the but still got their messages across. Got the message, yeah. Got all the messages across. I mean, you see them in the picture. What's behind them? You know what I mean? Like yeah. So now they make it. This ain't a lot on this album too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Would you say this is their best album? Um. Yeah, I I would say so. Um, is it my favorite one? You know, I keep playing um AT Aliens. That just I keep mm. coming back to that one over and over and over. Um, but in terms of their best, I would probably say so. Yeah, because um, Equimini was well, Equimini was really fucking good. So I think Equimini is pretty. Equimini is really close. I, it's really hard to like to rate the Love Below and Speaker Boss because they because it was split, so it's a little harder to, for me to like yeah. compare it. But um, Equimini was really fucking good. I mean, you just watch their sound like evolve. They just evolve so naturally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like AT Aliens was very like raw, like hip hop. It was a bit colder sounding, and the beats were a bit more like mechanical and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then and then Equimini became like more creative and kind of. A little zany and shit, and then I would say Stankonia was pro- probably the best one. I would say, yeah, probably, hmm. probably. I don't care about Southern Playlist is Cadillac music. Yeah, that shit was fire Can't too. About that one, keep crumbling her. That's my shit. That was my joint. I keep. Yeah. I remember listening listen to that at work. I remember that shit. Players ball. That was my players ball. Of course. Get, get up, get out. <laughs> Oh, I just love them, man. That everybody like you had well, you had Dungeon Family as a whole, like cause you know you had Cas, you had Goody Mob with um, CeeLo and all them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Soul Food, Soul Food, that Soul Food album. Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, just 
that jump was pretty low too though from what I can remember on the list organized noise that's what that's the yeah, the yeah, producer yeah. shout out that I'm gonna give organized noise like that yeah they I, I would have loved to be in the studio for that shit just to that is some yeah that might that might that might it might have been like you walk in that studio you feel like you're in outer fucking space type shit like this is some yeah, di- yeah. they're on some different shit in here like the vibes in here are different like because they they really drew that background for the all this shit you know what i mean that uh the the beats the sound yeah, bro. number one Notorious B.I.G. Ready to die. <sighs> sorry, man. I'm sorry. No. No. I'm sorry, dog. Like. <sighs> I said, nope. Mm-mm. I'm like, did Listen, you I, to pay I, off? I just, yeah, Diddy, yeah, yeah, fucking Diddy <laughs> paid him all, fucking Rolling Stone, he called Rolling Stone. Yeah, I don't know about number one. I just mm-hmm. don't, um, I mean, like, to be honest, would I be, would I be happy with any of them at number one? I don't know, I probably feel, di- I probably feel differently, right. like, it'd have to be a shared I'm thinking the same thing, I'm thinking the same thing. I, but for me, like, I actually visited Ready to Die way later in my hip-hop listening experience for some reason. I don't know why. Like, I feel like when I really got into 90s hip-hop, I heard Biggie's name so many fucking times that I was like, all right, I know, I know about him. I know, I know, I know, but I'm on some different shit. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard, I, I know he's the shit. I've heard it a million fucking times. Um, can you still hear me, bro? We are back live finally. <laughs> Fucking technical difficulties, but I mean, what can you do? Uh, so what we were talking about number one. Well, recap: we were talking about um the top two hundred um what Rolling Stones hip hop albums. We discussed the top twenty. We got all the way to number one, which was "Ready to Die" by Notorious B.I.G. and Right off the bat, right off the bat, you were just like, nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just well, and then I said that you that said that like if I mean we put it any anything as number one, it'd be almost impossible to not yeah. have like a reaction to it. Like there's no clear number one. Like it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Like it's just like it's like asking like who who's the best athlete of all time? Like I mean, I don't know. Like, there's, there's ten different sports. Like, you know what I mean? It's like it's hard to say. Um, I was saying in the middle of saying that the Biggie for me, that album came a lot later for me. Like, I had heard a lot of '90s shit before I listened to that album. Actually, I had heard. I, I mean, when I, in the early 2000s when I started listening to '90s shit, I had heard Biggie, 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 Biggie over and over and over. I knew he was a legend. I knew all this shit. Obviously, I heard a lot of the singles. 
Mm. Um, and when I listened to this album, the re- I just didn't. One thing I didn't like about it was just it. It, it kind of. It was kind of just depressing. I don't know why. It just felt kind of depressing to me. I don't know. Mm. That's just, that's just the vibe I got from it. But you know, I, that's why I, I don't. I don't know. It, it's kind of hard, man. Like, what do you think, man? Yeah, I don't think it should be number one. But it's not a. It's definitely not a bad album. It was great. It's a great album. A little bit too one dimensional for me. Minus. You know, like the commercial songs, mine is like, you know, Big Papa and like One More Chance. But other than that, it was just like, it was just too one dimensional for me. So I wouldn't put, I personally want to put it as number one. But of course, like the lyric system was there, the flow was there. Sure. He did a whole album with, you know, minus Diddy or Puff Daddy at that time. Um, the only other feature he had was with Method Man. So he, he did it with limited features. Which I enjoy, because that's why I ain't gonna say that's rare nowadays. You get that a lot nowadays, but um, yeah, like as impactful as the oh, classic yeah, as it is, yeah. I wouldn't put it as number one. You good? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I just feel like. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of yeah. I, I I agree with you. I just think that there's other shit that's a little bit more um more engaging. I don't know. Yeah, Good for me. Like we could definitely talk about like like other stuff that didn't make the top twenty. Like we said, like Illmatic, they didn't make it up there. Yeah, which I feel like it should be up there. Hell, I should say Chronic should be. At least thirties. Yeah, least 30. I agree. I mean, I Top agree. Thirty, if anything, if I'm being unbiased, I totally agree. And then you had albums like College Dropout that was like y'all put uses in front of College Dropout, like yeah. Wow. Like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, yes, but Reuses, no, no. Nah. Mm. Right. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. I do. It's just some of the stuff. It's just like, what is y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, you know, definitely a human behind that choice, you know, with their own opinion. So, right. Subjective. Yeah. I mean, that's music. That's music as a whole, anyway. It's all subjective. So. I mean, I think Vanilla Ice should have made that shit though. I, I don't, I don't like how there were no white rappers. I, I feel excluded. You know, I feel like white white males got excluded for the first time. Like I, I just, I feel hurt. Like how how is there not a white rapper? Oh my god, we need Vanilla Ice, man. Listen, I mean, Eminem was what? Eminem was what? Twenty five. He's twenty five. Yeah. <laughs> The racism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, racism. Yeah. Oh, my fate. My favorite term: reverse racism. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> stupid as shit. There is no such thing as reverse. It's just racism. It's just racism. But um, yeah, man. 
Yeah, sir. I think uh Yeah, there's definitely a couple that that could have made it for sure. Yeah. Oh no. The twenty the at least the top twenty wasn't too too bad. I agree. Yeah, two two wasn't too too bad. Nah. Maybe not in those exact spots, but do some rearranging. Yeah, yeah. I agree, man. I'd personally like to see a park a little bit higher, but that's me being biased. So in the chronic that's, uh, again, that's me being biased. Well, as you know, I'm biased. I feel like chronic should still be higher. But especially especially before Chief Keith like the fuck. Come on, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's Yeah. But yeah, man. That's yeah, that was the list. That's the list. That was the list. All right, next time we go live, we definitely gonna do the logic review, vinyl days. I gotta figure out who else we're gonna put a guest on the show, but we definitely gonna talk about logic. And yeah, um, let's get a guest on this. That'd be dope. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And yeah, all right, man. Let's go ahead and do the outros. Go ahead with your outro. All right, yes, sir. All right, um, I'm Nick. Nick Neighbors. I'm a hip hop producer. Uh, you can find me um, online, Nick Neighbors Prod, on your screen. IG, Beat Stars, YouTube. You can find my beats. Drop new beats every week. Um, yeah. You're. And then with me, let's get ready for my long ass outro. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Hip Hop Vibes. That's hip underscore hop underscore vibes. You can follow me on IG and on TikTok at A Tone Productions. That's A underscore tone underscore productions. I always post my daily hip hop, my daily hip hop facts. For example, today is Missy Elliott's birthday. She just turned 51. So happy birthday, Missy Elliott. Two up, two down. Uh, of course, follow us on YouTube, Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. It's like a charcoal question. You got to type in the whole thing. Just like that. Yeah. Colin included. We go live every two weeks, every other Friday. So be on the lookout for that. Follow me on Twitch while I go live. We go live on Twitch as well, on War Machine 1919. I also game winner too. Right now I'm playing Pokemon, doing the Pokemon No Slot Challenge. Um, yeah, I lost some Pokemon along the way, but <laughs> yeah, it's my first No Slot Challenge. I mean, hey, it's going to happen. Uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it. With that being said, I'm your boy AJ. Your boy Nick. This is Hip Hop Vibes the Podcast. Catch you on two weeks. <laughs>